Welcome to Just a Thought with your host, Mark Short. I'm Mark Short, and this is Just a Thought. Well, here we are just uh, about a week and a half away from Thanksgiving, and my thought is the same thought that I've had throughout this whole process and throughout everything that concerns the election and whoever our president was going to be when it was all said and done. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Lean not to thine own understanding. But in all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct our path. I have to believe that no matter if the election came out the way I wanted it to, or you wanted it to, or anybody else wanted it to, God has a plan that we fully do not understand, and I have to trust him just like I've always trusted him before this election happened, and I'll trust him long after this election happened. And in the meantime, I'm going to praise him. I'm going to thank him. I'm going to serve him. I'm going to love him. I'm going to love others. I'm going to talk about some things. This kind of, for the middle of November, uh, just before Thanksgiving, my thought today may be a little different. And yet at the same time, I can't think of it, this thought as being any more relevant than right now for any of us. And so what I want to share today, I hope will challenge you to step up your game and and realize that indeed life is too short and it's getting shorter all the time and we need to begin to redeem whatever time we have left, make the most of it. We need to change some things that need to be changed. We need to separate ourselves from some attitudes that need to be separated from and a few other things that I'm going to get into. But I want to start with a scripture that comes from James, the fourth chapter, in the 14th verse, and before I share that, let me just go ahead and give you a heads up. Next week, of course, being Thanksgiving, I want to talk about the things that I'm thankful for and the things that we all ought to be thankful for. And we'll discuss those things next week. And uh, let me say, if you do or don't tune in next week, let me go ahead and tell you, happy Thanksgiving. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving next week. I hope you get to spend it with some time with your family. We're hopeful that we're actually going to get to see see my mom uh, uh, in person, in the flesh, and have her in our home uh, for a few hours on Thanksgiving Day, something we've not been able to do since last March. And uh, so hopefully if everything works out, that's going to happen. And uh, I hope that you get to enjoy your holiday and the Thanksgiving with those that you love. But we'll talk a little bit more about that next week. But today, James, the fourth chapter and the 14th verse says, Whereas you know not what shall be on the morrow for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. I do not know how many times I have shared that scripture when I presided over a funeral or a homegoing service for uh, someone that that uh, passed away. Every year after I celebrate another birthday, and yes, I'll celebrate my 63rd birthday here in just a couple of more months, I'm overwhelmed with the realization that life is so short and getting shorter all the time. Now, I have finally reached that place. I think actually I reached it a few years ago, but I reached that place that my mom and dad told me and older people always told us we would reach where life just begins to get by. You, you're, you're young, and then all of a sudden you're old, 
and you wonder where all those years went. Where did all the days, how did they get by so quickly? And I think I finally reached that place, and I realized that life indeed is much shorter than we ever anticipated being, and, and it starts really rolling by and getting shorter all the time. And it challenges me to examine my life and what I've done with the moments and the days and the weeks and the months and the years that God's given me up to this point. What I'm doing with it right now and what I plan to do with it in the future whatever future's left. You know, this year and what we've dealt with, with COVID and the pandemic and the election and all the things that have been wrapped into this year, I think have left us really giving hard thought to a lot of different things that maybe we had just not given very much thought to before. But here's here's what I want to share today. And, and some of these things I shouldn't have to remind any of us about, but I'm going to because as I said a moment ago, it's, it's just really interesting that we are facing uh, uncertain, even more uncertain times possibly than ever before. And whatever time we have left could be a long time or it could be very brief. Thus, the reality that life is short. And so in the time we have, we really do need to make the most of it. We need to examine where we have have stopped being as productive as we could, where we've been stopped being as positive as we could be. You know, as we get older and our mortality becomes more and more apparent, we're only going to live so long. There's, there's a time to be born, a time to die. And it's what we do between the time we're born and the time that we go on to be with the Lord that matters and leads us into that eternity with God. As a pastor, I have, I've had to do the funerals as I've said, way too many people, both young and old, that weren't really ready for the end of their time to come as quickly as it did. For those who have lived a number of years, I never felt as much remorse or even sorrow as I did for the young children and teenagers and adults that had their lives, as we think of it, cut really short. And again, I've been reminded again and again and again that life is short, way too short. And I've compiled a short list for my thought today of things that, in thinking about it, motivates me and hopefully will get you to get busy living in a right way as well as myself, cutting some things loose that are simply weights that keep us from enjoying the fullness of life that we've been given in the moments that we have left. So what does this list, this life is too short list, consist of? Well, life is too short to hold grudges and to hate. It would amaze some of us if we could crack the shell of people's lives and see inside them and how much bitterness and hatreds the hatred they have inside them towards other people and things. And I think having come through the, this season that we are now coming through and maybe still in the midst of somewhat, it's become even more apparent that we live in a world that almost thrives on bitterness and hatefulness and hatred. We are a country, sadly, that's divided. The election uh, and the numbers bore that out. Uh, As many people were against Trump, were also for him. There were just a few more for Mr. Biden. Thus, he won the election based on that, you know, few more people. But we are a country divided. And sadly, the hatred that has lied below the surface has really bubbled up the last year or two. And it's, it's just, it's terrible. Folks, life's too short to hold grudges and to hate. When God said that the the highest pinnacle of who he is, what he is, and what he's about is that we would love him as he loves us. We would love others. We would love those that hate us even, but that we would love 
we would love. Life is too short to hold grudges and to hate. It's also too short to be unforgiving. You know, unforgiveness is a prison we put ourselves into while we hold the keys to get out, but refuse to use them. I'm not any different than probably any of you that are listening today, having had people do things to me that I had to make a choice. Okay, am I going to forgive them and keep moving forward, or am I going to let them and what they've done to me hold me in a prison that I don't have to stay in. I have the keys to get out of this prison, and the keys are tied to my forgiving them for what they did, what they took from me, how they used me, what they said about me, what they did to me, all of those things. And every one of us, every one of us have had those kind of things happen to us. But God said for us to have forgiveness, we've got to give forgiveness. Life is too short and getting shorter all the time to be unforgiving towards those that have hurt us in any way. Well, I'm just never going to forgive so-and-so. I'm just never going to forgive those because, you know, I'm never going to forgive. Well, you don't want to be in that place. You do not want to assume that stance. It's not our right nor our ability when you look at the far-reaching effects to say, I'm not going to. You really don't have a choice. If you want to maintain right standing with God, and if you want to get to heaven, you've got to be forgiving. Well, you just don't know, Pastor Mark, what what's been done to me. No, I don't. And you don't know what's been done to me. But I chose to forgive because I need forgiveness. I can promise you that I probably said and done things knowingly and unknowingly to people that they had to make the choice whether to forgive me or not. I hope they did. Whether they ever let me know or not, I hope they did. Because life is too short to hold bitterness and unforgiveness in our heart. It's also too short to be selfish. Despite what you might think, the world does not revolve around you and only you. We need to become, in whatever time we have left on this earth, the most selfless, non-self-centered people we can possibly be. Because that's what glorifies God. This world is not all about you. I know you may think it is, and your parents may have made you think that you were the greatest thing since churn butter or you know whatever. And I'm glad that they made you feel special, but let me let you in on a clue. Everybody else's parents, <laughs> probably in one respect or another, and I take that back, not everybody's parents. Not everybody had the parents that I had that made me feel like I could do anything, that they would support me no matter what. I understand that. But a lot of parents maybe overdid it, <laughs> if that's possible, in trying to uh, you know, tell their kids that they were better than anybody else's kids. Let me put it that way. And that's all right. To them, they were. But in the overall scheme of things, you are important. I'm important. We're all important. But none of us are more important than another. And we need to see ourselves not as this is all about me, myself, and I, but it's about you and us and we together. Quit being so selfish in wanting your way concerning anything and everything because life really is too short to be selfish. It's also too short to not see the good all around us. The natural inclination of man is to focus on and see the bad. But friends, how can we miss the wonderful salvation God has created for us and not celebrate it above everything else every day? Folks, God has has blessed us in more ways than 
I have the time to share with you and I today. He has just been good to us, and we need to look around and see it. Yeah, there's some bad around us. I'm not denying that. And to deny it is to not be realistic. And I guess I've been accused sometimes of being too realistic. But we've got to know that as life goes on, we can't just focus on the bad. We've got to look around and see some good. And we can find it if we'll truly look for it. As I've said, the natural inclination of of man is to focus on and only see the bad. Well, that's easy to do because it's everywhere. But folks, we have a good God that has provided us with some really great things, and we need to celebrate those things, every one of them, from our salvation on down. Another another thing that life is too short to be is to be wasteful, wasteful of our time, our energy, our attentions, our resources, all of those things. I don't have time today to, to, to exhaustively touch on every one of these points because I have several and I've got two or three left, but we live in a world now that it's easier to just throw something away and buy something else than it is to to try and take care of what we have and or fix it up and continue using it. Boy, when I was a kid, (laughs) when I went through some of my dad's stuff after he went to be with the Lord, what, nine years ago, I was amazed at some of the stuff my dad had kept for years and years just simply because he, he was born in an area era that you didn't waste anything. You utilized everything, and if you didn't weren't using it right then, you needed to keep it because you might use it somewhere down the road. Well, now we live in a, a society in an era where you use something, and if you don't like it, you just throw it away. Or you know, a TV. It's cheaper to 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 buy a new one than it is to replace any given part that might go bad on it. And it's just it, we just live in different days. But I can tell you this: life's too short to be wasted with the most important things that God's given us, which is our time, our energies, and the resources He's given us to live. It's also too short to not spend as much time as you possibly can with those you love. We've been challenged with this this year especially. You know, relationships are what make you and I rich in this life. Really nothing else. What you have, what you live in, what you wear, what you drive, those things aren't what make you rich. How much money, what the bottom line is, how much stock you have, those things don't really say how rich, truly rich you are. It's it's how many relationships you have, good, strong relationships, and how much time you spend with those that you love and that you're in relationship with. Again, this year, I've got to see my mom face to face maybe two or three times, and that for just a few brief moments. She's not been in our home. She's not been out of the facility that she lives in, which they've been wonderful to her, and she's done well and stayed healthy, and we're glad for that. They protected her, and we we appreciate that, but we have missed those moments of being able to touch and hug and kiss and love each other uh, in physical ways the way we've always done. When we did sit down with my mom, we had to be six feet apart, wear the mask, the whole 10 yards. And this was several months ago. And she said, I just want to hug you. And the the lady that was kind of monitoring our time said, Gene, you can't touch. She goes, oh, he's my son. She goes, I'm sorry, but you can't touch him. Not not right now. And, And so, you know, we learned how precious the moments we have are with those that we love, especially when we can't spend them with those people in the way that we really want to. And of course, most 
most of us that are listening today to this thought know that you never know when that time will be taken completely away from you, and you'll never have those moments again, at least not on this side of glory. And so life's too short to not spend as much time as you possibly can with those that you love. So there's a challenge. Also, it's too short to, to, to gain but not give. God wants us to gain all He's made available to us and enjoy what we gain and share as much as of our gain as we can. I hope that through your life, as you've gotten older, you've not become less of a giver but you become more of a giver because you realize how much you've gained, how much God's blessed you with. I'm not going to spend much time on that today. That that one should be something that we all are very well versed in, but life is too short to gain as much as most of us have and not to give anything back. And finally, life is too short to always be looking back with regret. As short as life is, don't let it be filled with regret. Make it everything God intended it to be, starting right now. Don't look back over your life and think, man, I I wish this or I wish that. Take advantage. Turn those wishes into realities. If you wanted to spend more time traveling or going or doing or being with people or doing whatever, giving of yourself, start right now where you are while you still have time, while you still have life. That, yes, is short and getting shorter all the time, but that still is is here. It's it's now. Do what you can to reduce your regrets by living your life to the fullest, spending it with the people you love, being forgiving, being loving, not being not holding grudges or hating or being unforgiving or selfish or not seeing the good that's all around you or being wasteful, but spending as much time as you can with those you love, giving some of what you've gained to be a blessing to others. And I promise you, if you'll do some of these things, if not all of them, in greater measure, you won't have to look back on the time you have, as short as it's been, with very many regrets. You will have reduced your regrets because you will have lived in the way that you purpose and that God purposed for you with the plan that he had planned from the moment that you entered this world. Well, that's my thought for this week. I hope that you realize that life is a gift that God's given each of us. And we are not to waste it. We are not to set on it. We are not to set on the sidelines and be spectators. We're to get in the game and make the most of what God's given us, the time that we have, and let God do great things for you and in you and through you until your time here on this earth is over. That's my hope. That's my prayer every day. God, when this thing's all said and done, more than anything else, I want you to have been pleased with the life I lived. It won't be a perfect one. None of us lived perfect ones. One man did. They hung him on a cross. But God is looking for you and I to take most of the time that he's given us to make the most of it because of the one that hung on that cross whose life was perfect in every way so that we could live lives that truly meant something not only to ourselves and those we loved, but to the world that we live in. Well, I hope you're counting your blessings. I hope you're already and through this month. You've been thankful and been giving thanks to God. Next week, we're going we're gonna to spend some time just talking about some of the things that I'm thankful for and that we all probably should be thankful for. And we're going to uh, celebrate Thanksgiving week together. I hope you know I love you. I'm praying for you. I'm so thankful that you're a part of my life and that you take the time to listen in every week. Till next week, God bless you. Have a great one. 
Thanks for listening to Just a Thought with your host, Mark Short. If you have any questions, comments, or have any prayer requests that Mark can pray over, please email him justathoughtmark at gmail.com. Make sure to subscribe and catch new episodes each and every week.